Path Folk to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where we are shook. That was... We are yeah. shook. I am still Whoa. in shock. That was wild. We're in the middle of being shook. Yeah, because like, what the heck happened to us? Yeah, I was about to say, we're still not really out of the frying pan yet, so... <laughs> out of the frying pan into the fire? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was yeah, about to say, not. things sound like they're just going to get worse, really. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be optimistic. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Our uh, When last we left our nobles, they were still attending the Senate Gallery, the uh, the Exaltation Gala, where you had been uh, attended the, the historic vote for the uh, the repeal and replacement of primogeniture, male-dominated primogeniture with uh, co-equal primogeniture, uh, which had then... Uh, been followed with a brief conversation with Martella. Uh, last, uh, mm-hmm. what you didn't realize at the time was your last, but your last uh, influence phase with uh, everyone else. And then uh, got to meet with uh, a nice guy by the name of Calbio, um, yeah. who then was uh, subsequently taken up onto uh, to stage. Nice. The Grand Prince did his uh, speech, stabbed him four times, murdering Calbio, and then setting a group of assassins loose. So many. Because we're all traders. Because we're all traders. Even mm-hmm. though he's the traitor, he's ser- he apparently shopped at Costco and got a good deal on on a bulk deal of assassins. I was about to say there were quite a few. <laughs> there were quite a few of them. A battle had then, uh, well, not really a battle, a massacre had then begun. The well armed and armored group of trained assassins had begun murdering the unarmored and mostly unarmed senators, senate aides. Pretty much everyone within reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone there. And then Stavian got shot with a crossbow bolt, and I'm not sad about that at all. No, we're not sad at all. The Grand Prince was uh, shot was uh, was murdered by a random crossbow bolt from the gallery, much to the uh, the surprise. And uh, you can only imagine, of course, the uh, the whirlwind of emotional impact all of that just had on Utropia, mm. um, who seemed yeah. to have been standing there stunned as Uthol attempted your best to get to her. Gwen actually getting down to the gallery floor before uh, taking a crossbow bolt in the uh, the shoulder. What to say? Are you all right, Gwen? I'm at half hit point. Oh. <laughs> uh, welcome to first level again. Yeah. <laughs> first level in first edition when, you know, somebody sneezes at you too hard and you die. That's <laughs> right. We are still in first edition too, which is even worse. <laughs> I believe I'd left off as uh, all of you had seen a flash of white uh, mm. and then blackness as you'd had this disconcerting sensation uh, I would like to describe as that feeling um, in the pit of your stomach when you miss the bottom step. None of you are necessarily entirely positive what the experience of being uh, suddenly struck by a lightning bolt would be. But considering that there's a flash of white and then black, and all sound disappears in a moment. Gwen, pain shoots through the entirety of your arm uh, as the bolt has slammed into your shoulder. For all of you, there is just a handful of shouts from around you. This screaming song coming from Gwen that now seems deafening as all of you sit in utter blackness. For all of you, like those of you who are climbing, running, suddenly everything goes black. Gwen, I imagine having been hit by this crossbow bolt, lands on cold, hard stone floor. The air around you musty and that smell of blood suddenly replaced with this moldering smell. What? What happened? Who's all here? All of us here. Mm. 
Whatever happened, it only seems to be us. Yeah. Well, I suppose we need to find our way back. Where the hells even are we? Gwen sits up, grits her teeth, and rips that crossbow out of bolt out of her shoulder. Whoa. As you stumble up, Gwen has light. Cornelius has the light spell. Oliver has light spell. Does Felix? I do as well. I don't know. I mean, I probably won't cast mine if everyone else is casting theirs, though. (laughs) I might as well. I mean, there's tis a cantrip. As you finish your your enchanting, light floods the the spacious room, although not nearly so large as the chamber that you were in previously. Faded wallpaper lines the walls of this 35 foot by 35 foot room, peeling up at the seams. Six beds line one wall, each pristinely made, but caked in a thick layer of dust and seem to be the source of that moldering smell. Eight closed wooden lockers line one corner of the room and two doors exit out of the room and one on what seems to be a portion of the room that's uh, either partitioned or basically a corner of the room that's been cut off from the rest. Even as you begin to stand up, your light spells reflect clouds of dust that kick up as you even stand to your feet. Wherever we are is not somewhere that seems to be commonly used. How did we get here? I don't know. Magic-wise, teleportation, but the only thing I can think of is, well, our Senate badges. It would make the most sense. Hmm. All right. We need to take stock of what we have and where we're going. Oliver, as you say this, as you stand up to your feet, as about a minute or so has passed, all of you feel an almost tickling sensation at the base of your head as Martella's voice comes to you from an impossible distance, an impossible to determine distance via the magic of your Senate badges that of course allows her with her master badge to communicate with the party. I'm safe for the moment with Eutropia. Where did you go? I saw you and several others in the Senate suddenly disappear. Technically speaking, all of you can respond, although it's just going to be a jumble to her if all five of you respond simultaneously. Um, You have one minute to come up with a 25-word response. Well, we've got to be downstairs or below ground, right? If I had to postulate, I believe we had some barracks. I'm going to open this locker next to me. I mean, I think we should just tell her that. Yeah, Yeah, let's just tell her that. I mean, it's it's what we know. So first off, who's responding? I don't know. I guess Gwen. Okay, and uh, tell me your response. I'll count your words. Teleported into a dusty room... There are beds and lockers. We don't know where we're at. You wait for a long moment before a response comes back to you. Again, it's mental communication. That being said, you can hear the tenseness and you guess that for lack of a better term, her her inner voice. Mm -hmm. It must have been the badges. (laughs) You're below the Senate. Marilla's allies are securing us a way out. Lords Castor and Zespire are with us. Oh, good. That was a response back to you, which means you can do another response if you so wish. I guess we'll try to find her. Yeah. All of you were aware from what she told you before that her Senate badge, her master badge, does allow her to track the position of all the other badges. So Mm. she seems to have a relative idea of your direction from her. She can talk to us pretty much. She can talk to us several times, right? Ten times per day. That was her third use of it. What direction are we from her? Yeah. We'll try to find you. Which direction do we need to go? You wait for a moment. Uh, her response being, straight up. <laughs> Gwen looks right. at the ceiling. <laughs> Stavian's assassins are still pursuing us. There's fighting throughout the entire Senate. 
Secure an exit. I'll let you know when it's safe. All right, okay. then. Yeah, I guess do a quick search of this room. I would like something better than a dagger, which I will <laughs> on peace tie. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll respond to her. Understood. We are on our way. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. safe. I'm wondering if, like, the old badges like this was a failsafe built in so that should anything have happened, it teleports well, them down here for safety sort of thing. Mm-hmm. According to the description, a lot of these badges also have contingency spells cast upon them. Yeah. Quite feasibly, one of which being the moment one Someone's member injured. gets hurt, everyone teleports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I'm betting that's it. I would suspect. I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll it's find out possible. at some point. Should someone deal with this? I point at your, you know, bleeding wound. <laughs> yes, I will go over and staunch the bleeding. Ah, very well. I'm going to open right. lockers. <laughs> Verity, you're wanting to search the uh, the lockers along the walls? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are a total of 10 of them, so it will take you, for even a passing inspection, a full minute to open all of them. If there's anything helpful in here, that'd be great to have. Someone could, of course, help you and speed that along. I'll help look through stuff. You want to look through the lockers as well? Sure. All right. Cornelius will go and start looking at these, uh, the beds, and see if there's any identifying information on to, like, who they would have belonged to. Okay. Gwen's going to go open what that's probably that closet or that little indent room and see if there's anything in there. No, because Felix is going to shove your butt onto one of these beds <laughs> so she can heal you. Healing first and then making your way over. Okay. Then opening doors. Yeah, Felix, go ahead and... Uh, you make your way over, grab your um, your key, holy symbol of Abadar. Yep. Call upon the uh, the Lord of the First Vault. Yep. The God of Roads and Ditches. <laughs> you will sit on that bed until you this. get healed, and you're gonna like it. And I'll give you a mint <laughs> julep after we're done. Exactly. <laughs> I've had worse. Depending on what arteries were hit, you could bleed out. Quint points at the giant scar on her neck, but listen, see. That's already healed. <laughs> that is a healed wound. I wasn't around for that. This one's actively bleeding. It's ruining your dress. Oh, shush. Of course. I only do three <laughs> points of healing. That's better than... I'm only down by two. The bleeding stop. So, Verity, Oliver, you both make your way over to these lockers, begin opening them one by one. Almost all of these are completely empty. Hmm. As far as Oliver is concerned, uh, these do not appear to be... Uh, you don't think that this is a barracks. These don't appear to be military lockers. There's no room in here for the storage of, like, weapons or armor or anything like that. Mm. Uh, these seem to be more galley lockers for closed storage. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, if one were to serve on a ship, it would be something akin to this, where you would have, uh, or at the very least, Verity would strike up more on that idea. of This would be like a ship where each crew member would have a small storage space for their own clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, searching through here, you only find one thing of note. Uh, there is oh. a small box. Opening up this small box, you find inside a flint and steel sparker. So basically hmm. one of those things is a little handle you squeeze and it makes uh, sparks oh, and okay. 10 candles. Huh. Well, I don't have a bag to put these in, but since I'm the only one that doesn't have magical light, maybe I'll carry this. Cornelius, you may make me an appraise check. Appraise. I'm actually good at that. Um, I'd also allow something like craft woodworking or something like that. I'll take, I'll take a appraise just because I don't have craft. You're smart. I roll a natural one for a nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, these are a bunch of beds. You may so make a uh, perception check as well. Okay. Consolation perception check. 
Mm, you're looking over the beds. You might find something. Oh, Two nat ones in a row. Cornelius is really uh, out of his element right now. Oh my shook. gosh. Cornelius has, uh, has terrible allergies, and the moment all this dust is kicked up, he's just sitting there like, oh god. Uh, he's a frail little wizard. Wow. He's a frail little wizard man. Wow. Oh. It, it feels like Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, basically me. Felix, you patch up Gwen. Um, the two of you, I imagine, kind of make your way over. Uh, open up this small door. Uh, which leads not to a closet, um, as again, they're all the uh, the storage lockers. But instead, what you can both determine stepping in is a small bathroom. Mm. Huh. There's a uh, a bench set here with a, uh, a hole, <laughs> although the bench itself is made of stone. Um, so you imagine it'd be rather uncomfortable considering how cold it is here. However, you can tell that there is working plumbing here. Either of you that hmm. have knowledge engineering may roll that. That's interesting. I have my bardic knowledge. Yeah, Bard you make bardic go. knowledge. Most I could look at is the artistry of the uh, porcelain throne. <laughs> oh, I roll a one too. So wow. okay. What is that? Apparently, the teleportation just scrambled our brains. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Gwen also has severe allergies and blood loss. Yeah. Oh. Taking a quick glance inside of there, there's a toilet, there's a sink. Both of them, like, if you even turn on the sink, it takes a couple of seconds for it to sputter some brackish looking water. Uh, and then after a couple of moments, it starts running pure. Hmm. Oh, so working plumbing, that's nice. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, searching the uh, the room that there is a small table in here. Mm-hmm. It contains a, um, since in classic uh, find the path fashion, you're procuring on site. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this was an unexpected twist in, uh, <laughs> in War for the Crown. We thought we would be, you know, riding around in our with our noble steeds and carriages. Yep. On the table, there is a grooming kit. Contains mm. a comb, a pair of scissors, a nail file, a sponge, a hairbrush, a miniature mirror, a soap, a chewing stick, and tooth powder. I mean, I'm going to grab it, but, you There know. is also an additional uh, one pound of soap huh. underneath the table, as well as a simple hand mirror. Mirror might be helpful. Yeah, I was going to say, mirror can check the corners. That'd be Gwen's going to grab all of this. All of you do note two other curious things. Technically one sort of thing, but in two places. Uh, next to both of the doors, the one on the uh, the wall nearest to Oliver and Verity as they're searching the cabinets, and the one on the far wall, you can see that there is a brass plate with a g- green glass fitting in the center of it. Hmm. Approximately six inches uh, from one side to the other, uh, square. Hmm. Uh, set on the wall uh, next to the door, approximately at elbow level. Yeah, but after your initial investigation, I suppose all of you kind of, uh, the adrenaline coming down from the yeah, I was about to say murdering. We, we were about to get killed, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, actually, we're safe-ish? Ish? I guess. <laughs> Do you think these are buttons, these um, square things? Those glass. Well, I mean, they don't Could be. quite look like clothing. Not that kind of button. Do our badges fit into them somehow? No. Cornelius will cast Detect Magic, um, which I think I have prepared. I'm not sure I actually prepared that. I'd I did. I'd be really confused if you didn't. See if they're magical in some way? Uh, they are, in fact, magical. You may make Hey-o. a spellcraft. I will make a spellcraft. <laughs> oh, my God. I, would I literally like don't to know what to do. That's another natural one. Like, what is going <laughs> on? Rick, we the need system to deploy is the broken. <laughs> that was a lot Bless of ones. Bless the table. Bless the table. All right. Felix goes over behind him, notices him like just like his eyes are just bloodshot and he's just sniffling. I I rolled a 12 for a 17. There are other numbers than one. (laughs) But seriously, four rolls in a row. What's up with that? Mm. 
So, Felix, you make your way over. You you pray to your god. Hmm. I think we may be overthinking what these are. She reaches out and touches it to see if it'll work. Nothing happens. Well, I'm pretty sure that this is just a very fancy light switch. Ah. Ah. But I don't well. think it's working anymore. All right. So which door? I don't know if it really matters. This one. I point at the one I'm right next to. <laughs> All right. Counterclockwise it is. Seems as good as any, given that we have no bearings. Yeah, precisely. Let's get going. We need then. to go up. <laughs> Gwen We're looking for stairs. Sort of her head. <laughs> but we seem to be lacking stairs. <laughs> you open up the door, there's just a ladder going straight up. Wow, this was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hope that there aren't just so many mercenaries out this door. I'm going to open the door. So to say, I'm keeping a hold on my weapon, <laughs> just in case. I think, I think it's a weapons out moment. You know? Gwen looks very sadly at the dagger that she has and misses her bastard sword. <laughs> so I'm at least going to un-peacetime my dagger. I do have a yeah. katana, so I am not going to draw it until I'm going to kill someone with it. So let's open this door. You make your way forward, again in this strange, unknown place. Open up this door, revealing a faintly lit chamber. A small panel in the ceiling, uh, much akin to after uh, Felix made all of you aware of the purpose of the previous panel, that you'd seen that there was one located in the ceiling of uh, the room that you were in. Mm. This one glows with a very faint light. Okay. Somewhat akin to, uh, oddly, the only thing that any of you could think of is a very tired firefly. Mm. (laughs) Glowing a faint shade of green. Uh, leading you into a rather simple room, 15 feet at a side, with chairs on the uh, on the left-hand side uh, and a couch on the right-hand side. Uh, none of them a particular fine make. All right. Something like maybe a, a servant's sitting room. Uh, yeah, like a waiting room or something. Mm. A single door occupies the wall on the opposite side. I'm guessing other than dust, there doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be much in here. Uh, you may search this room as well. I mean, we might as well. You never know. Yeah. Anyone that wishes to may go ahead and make me a perception roll, uh, may also make me an appraise check. Grin rolls a 17 for a 21. I guess she glances under the couch or lifts up the couch cushions. I roll a big <laughs> seven for a seven. There's net one number five. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to try to aid Felix. I don't think it matters if I roll or not. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm usually the most perceptive, but uh, yeah, that would be a net one for a six. Oh. Dang. I rolled a seven for a 15 appraise. Okay. Why did you appraise? Oh. Because Rick allowed me to. (laughs) that was an option. That's fair. (laughs) Ah, these chairs are such fine Amish make. Searching through the room as a... They make good stuff. Well, yeah. Sure. Uh, Searching through the room as uh, all of you do, no. There's dust and disuse. You can tell that this chamber has not been used in uh, some time. With your appraise check, Cornelius. Hmm. Well, curiously, the furniture here is about... 200 years old, way out of fashion. Well, that the makes family sense. has been gone for quite some time. Weren't there bodies buried down here? <laughs> there might be. Hmm. I believe that was a rumor. I'm sure there are a lot of secrets buried underneath here. Oh, jeez. This might be an old Senate building from God's know how long ago. When was the last time a new building was erected? The short answer to that is about a thousand years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Forever okay. ago. The long answer to that is the Senate routinely uses the previous built over understructure for things like storage and all the rest of that stuff as you kept learning. Um, oh, just, no. God, unfortunately, deep. they lose access or track of what all is stored where. <laughs> all right. Poor record keeping. 
<sighs> it could be like two layers deep. <laughs> yeah, you could still be in a... Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of this adventure path is the dungeon of you escaping. Oh, uh, God. This, this <laughs> mega dungeon. And by the time we get up to the surface, the war's, the war's over. over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't even participate, but somehow we come out at 16th level. The War for the Crown was really more of a background event. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Because the, uh, the suppose... mega dungeon for the crown didn't roll off the tongue quite Fair. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mega dungeon for the crown. I suppose I'll open the next door. Right. Keep going. Making your way over, opening the door. Your light plays into another room, uh, maybe the same size as the previous one, just without the uh, the cutout, without the uh, the bathroom attachment. Hmm. Stacked wooden crates cover the wall off towards your right-hand side, and more crates occupy the corner off towards your left. Wooden shelves fill much of the far side of the room as you enter, each tier filled with dust-coated bottles, crockeries, and glass hmm. jars. Again, the, uh, the room is utterly dark, um, although you do see those same uh, devices next to the door that you come in, as well as the door uh, off towards your left-hand side, which oh. appears to be the only other exit from this chamber. Turn on the light, then, if it works. Yeah. Pressing it. Summons a monster. Yeah, I say it malfunctions. <laughs> it's it makes conjuration that magic. buzzing noise that a fluorescent mm. light does when it's going Ugh. out and nothing happens. Hates <laughs> it. Hates so, it. So, nothing happens here. However, Cornelius, glancing over your shoulder, you see a flickering green light come in on in the room that you were originally in. Hmm. Oh, maybe the wires got crossed. Uh, curious. That appears to wires. be controlling the room we magical wires. teleported into. Hmm. hmm. Well, that little good that does. Wonder if the magic's just degraded and it's not working properly. Hmm. Most likely, if it's not maintained. Should we look through these crates and perhaps find something better than a dagger for some of you? <laughs> we can give it a shot. Cornelius will cast Detect Magic in case that can help narrow it down. I'll just crack some crates. I mean, they may not have any weapons at all, but What's you never this, know. What's this? A plus one, a yeah. plus one longsword? Hey. <laughs> That'd be Casting Detect cool. Magic and glancing around? No. Uh, you don't sense anything magic in here. Or if there is anything magic in here, it's through enough material that your magic spell can't penetrate it. Grand mm. rolls a six or a ten on a perception check just when she cracks open one of these crates. Uh, there is not a requirement for a perception check. Uh, uh, however, it will take half an hour for... Oh, no, we don't have time for that. I was going to well, say, I got a mage armor running. <laughs> it will take half an hour to search. That half an hour is divided by the number of people searching. Ah, so if it's five okay. people five searching, it takes six minutes. Oh, okay. It would take half an hour for okay. one person to search. Okay. Six up, minutes up, isn't There goes so my bad. coin shot, but that's fine. Yeah, sorry. No, nah, I mean, it only lasts for 10 minutes, so. Mm. All right, we'll dig through this. So good news, bad news. Hooray. Good news. Let's go with that order. Uh, all right. First off, all of you kind of spread out, start checking all of these boxes, cracking them open, seeing what's inside these boxes, these crates, these uh, chests back here, looking over the shelves. Uh, it basically assumes that each of you are going to spend the next six minutes searching the room, kind of yep. spreading out to mm-hmm. do so. Mm-hmm. A routine check of the chamber reveals that there are some moldering changes of clothing. All mm. of these are of a quality and style befitting a servant. All of these are uh, black and gray. Um, sometimes cut down the center, like the livery of a servant to a specific house. Hmm. Unfortunately, none of you remember what the uh, the colors possibly were for the... For this dead house that we have the badge for? House Bortos. Hmm. That you have the Senate bait, ad, aid badges for. Uh, fortunately, you all have the same badges, so otherwise you'd be scattered everywhere. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be yeah. a real problem. However, there are some good news. There are some condiments. Ooh. Some pickled vegetables that you think are... Maybe passable? I'm not hungry enough for any of this. Mm-mm. We no. just had dinner. Mm-mm. 
some uh, highly salted, incredibly dried meats. Ew. <laughs> you also find a, uh, a well-stocked supply of towels. You could feasibly oh. make improvised togas or something like that if you <laughs> did something with them. Apparently they're bath sheets. Make a knapsack for my candles. You could do that. Uh, you can tell that there is a, uh, a fresco on the uh, the wall off towards the right-hand side. Um, although, unfortunately, with uh, all the crates and everything stacked in front of it, you can only make out that there is a fresco back there of some sort mm -hmm. of dramatic scene. But uh, it would take you another 30 minutes um, no. divided no. to move all no, of those boxes you. out of the way. We don't care about art right now. We don't do manual labor. Most of the food stuff here is long since rotted. Are there enough tools in here to make a masterwork toolkit for craft checks related to carpentry, metalworking, and stonework? So feasibly, if you wanted a uh, masterwork in case you needed a hammer and literally chisel your way out of this place, that is an option now. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah, I was going to say that's not anything that I think any of us have any uh, no. professions in, but... Fortunately, though, you do find some stuff of use. First off, uh, you do find collectively three daggers. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Better than nothing. Two long swords. Oh, oh that's okay. good. A halberd. Oh. An exceptionally well-made rapier. Hmm. By that, I mean a masterwork rapier. Nice. nice. 12 masterwork darts. Um, these could be used oh. as war darts, although judging by the board in here, you believe that they're actually intended for a game. Um, <laughs> however, they are masterwork in quality and could therefore be used as uh, murdering people darts. <laughs> yeah. Murder darts. kind of funny. Uh, and lastly, you do find a single stored, uh, stored in a... A container uh, still somewhat, like, even though it's dried, um, mostly dried by this point and somewhat tacky, previously oiled bag containing a suit of studded leather armor. Oh. Uh, it is masterwork in quality. Oh, Very nice. nice. All right, who's okay. It does reek of oil because the oil's the only thing that's kept it from cracking and decaying over the last however many decades it's been here. I mean, I think my leather lamellar is fine, but I'm going to take the rapier because that's better than a dagger and I'm proficient. I'm going to stick with my katana. I already I already have a dagger, so I'm good. I'll grab one of the long swords. Oliver takes the long sword. Gwen's yeah. grabbing that rapier. Nobody's going to take the armor. I could probably do that because I've only got a yeah, 12 go for right it. now. Yeah, the, it's the, the same armor. I mean, technically I'd get a better armor check penalty, but I'm not super worried about that, so... Take the armor. Yeah, I'll take the armor. So you're like, I don't want to get back up there and get stabbed by a freaking assassin because I'm not wearing armor. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Cornelius, can you use these darts at all? Uh, I mean, technically. If you're going to Though, throw things, I'm not these might one help. for playing darts much. Aim for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you put a lot of stock into my ability to aim <laughs> such things, but sure. I don't put any stock in your ability to aim, actually. <laughs> Oh, you saw you saw that upstairs, did you? Oh, that was embarrassing. Uh, it was mostly my fault. I was in the way. Uh, how many how many darts is it? Uh, there are a total of twelve. One dozen. Okay. You just have a little sack of darts. Oh, we'll put some things in that oil bag, I guess. I mean, yeah, we can. I take mean, the you bag could. It's us. kind of falling apart, but oh, well. um, you could also Otherwise easily we're find it a, in our hands. I mean, you could also easily find a burlap sack. Mm -hmm. Ah, delightful. Or something like mm -hmm. that in this chamber. Uh, or even better. make an improvised one out of one of the larger towels. Her left sack's fine. I also love these are these are darts that are marked as larger than an arrow and shorter than a javelin. These are mm -hmm. big old They're darts. They're lawn darts. Oh, yeah. They're lawn darts. They're definitely lawn darts, yeah. In case you get really bored. Uh, there's a single other exit from this chamber. All right. It's along the same wall as the, uh, or the same face of the uh, this room as the other exit was from the previous chamber. Yes, Verity's going to go get the door. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that it's uh, Verity and uh, Oliver up at point, and then uh, Cornelius pulling up the rear, basically. Yeah, sounds mm -hmm. good. Sounds good to me. You make your way forward over to the other door. 
Uh, I suppose open this, finding that the hallway beyond is lit much as the previous one was in that uh, dying firefly light green light. You can also tell that the light coming from the the room that you'd left earlier uh, that Cornelius could glance back and see uh, is of the same odd green hue. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, this hallway is about some nine feet across or so, and the better part about 20 feet in overall length. The walls here are covered with uh, portraits that are not named, just various portraits of what appear to be noble individuals. All of them are wearing clothing of primarily shades of uh, white, black, or gray, and they do have a distinct family resemblance. Okay. There's a single door that exits this hallway on the opposite end. <sighs> All right. Verity, would you care to do the honors again? Uh, Verity steps up, opens the door. Stepping forward. Verity, you grab the handle. Uh -oh. oh, no. You grip your hand <laughs> on your, your weapon. Throw open the door. Oliver ready now with a with a long sword, something with a little bit more heft, which I'm sure he's happy to have in hand. <laughs> Definitely. Despite the uh, the mastercraft quality of that dagger. That yeah, it is, it is a balancing act. Anyway. Yeah. Damage versus accuracy. Mm -hmm. Classic. Throwing open the door reveals a chamber beyond lit already with a flickering green light. A full wall of heavy wooden bookcases lines the wall opposite of where you've come in of this, what you would honestly consider to be opulent bedchamber. Right. A posh chair sits in one corner alongside of a small circular writing desk. A massive bed and an adjoining table rest along the wall uh, ahead of you and to your right. A door off towards the side is uh, open, uh, revealing the edge, or you think of another bathroom, although where the other one was Spartan, uh, this one is exceptionally well-appointed. Hmm. Fancy. Uh, as you begin to make your way in, you can see that there is another uh, wide set of double doors off towards the uh, the left-hand side around the corner from the bathroom. <laughs> are, there any, are there any books on the bookshelves, or are they empty? Uh, the bookshelves are covered in books. Ah. Well, do we need oh. books right now? Probably not. As much as I would love to preserve these. Well, we can always send someone back in once the bloodbath's over. <laughs> uh, good, yes. Right. Gwen will poke her head into the bathroom just to see if there's anything of use, but... Oh, and uh, also, just for reiteration, um, there's the little panels uh, right next to the door as you make your way in. Mm. Uh, I'll go look at the desk. All right, I'll, uh, you know, detect magic, just see if there's anything of magic in here, but not holding out hope. Uh, no, you do not detect any magic in this chamber. Except for the light overhead. Well, yeah, except for the light panels, yeah. yeah. Felix. I kind of want to just, like, glance at the book titles, maybe, to see, like, what kind of person maybe stay down here. Sure. Mm. Oliver? I'm actually curious about that as well, so I guess I'll try to assist Felix with that. Okay. Okay, okay. Far cry from the Library of Songbird Manor, that's for sure. It's just a pity these are down here and not somewhere more useful. Hmm. Well, I imagine there's a fair amount of lost lore and literature down here. Quite literal magical artifacts, according to the uh, curators. We could certainly use one right now. Mm -hmm. huh. Hopefully we find one. Seriously, a map or, or a curator would be wonderful right now. Well, I was thinking <laughs> a magical artifact. <laughs> or a curator. Yeah, it's just a curator just randomly wandering around down here. Hello. It's 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 like this wise and old lady. Oh, I've been down here for 45 years. <laughs> it's really a ghost, but we think it's a real person. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like Ghostbusters. She turns and just shh. <laughs> Vomits all over you. <laughs> so, Verity, making your way over to the uh, the small writing desk. 
there are quills here, uh, as well as ink, although all of the ink, unfortunately, has not been maintained well enough that it has not dried out over the, sure. uh, the intervening time. Uh, stationery covers uh, one corner of the desk. Hmm. Each one of these pieces of stationery uh, stamped at the top in the center uh, with the crest of a unicorn enwrapped by a Lenorm mm-hmm. stabbing it uh, with right. its horn. That sounds familiar. Uh, which matches the badge that each of mm-hmm. you are wearing. Yeah. Gotta say, it's a cool <laughs> nice. badge. It is a very cool badge. Interestingly enough, though, uh, waiting down this stack of stationery is uh, what seems to be an average size, about three and a half inch gold key. Oh, that seems helpful. <gasps> to the secret garden? Yes. Is it a symbol of Abadar? <laughs> is it a holy symbol? That'd be nice. uh, no, it doesn't appear to be a holy gotcha. symbol. That being said, it could be used as a holy symbol. Technically, it's a divine enough focus that any follower of Abadar could use yeah, a key as the gold. holy symbol. Um, hey, as it is made of a gold. gold holy symbol. I have one now. Technically speaking, you can tell that this is gold plated um, because ah. an actual gold key would be somewhat Crummy. ineffective. It's yeah. <laughs> scrape up very easily. Too soft. Yeah. Yep. You could twist it in the lock and get it stuck. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll pocket a gold key for now because we might need it for something. Yeah, so uh, mark down that you have a key. Yep. Key. You have no idea. You have a gold key. Who knows? It might open something. You don't know. It might open something. I've got a golden key. Felix, Oliver, the two of you can take a couple of moments to uh, to go along the bookcases here. The books here are almost all universally about Taldane history. Hmm. Uh, some of these are extraordinarily broad. There's a book called, like, A Brief Overview of Taldane History. <laughs> brief. Okay. That is 600 pages. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, it, it's going to be over 500 pages. You could kill somebody with that book. <laughs> But then there's a separate one that is just like Taldane peasant life during the 1100s. How would a noble know that? It's like, oh, well, if I want to know what peasant life was like for peasants back 3000 years ago. But again, every single one of these appears to be history related. Uh, You can tell whomever this was, was a lover of books. In that there are three primary bookcases, one along the uh, the left-hand side, basically taking up the corner off towards the left near the set of double doors, one in the center of the wall, and then one off towards the right-hand side into the right-hand corner near the bed. Uh, they are divided into the one on the left-hand side. It seems to be mostly overviews of histories. So basically just like a grand overview as well mm. as uh, specifically regional books. Mm. So like here's an entire book on the history of the province of Galt back when it was a mm. Taldane province. Yeah. It's oh, kind of interesting. The central bookcase appears to be all military history. And then the right bookcase seems to be, for lack of a better term, historical esoterica. Hmm. It's again, the things of like the daily life of peasants or Taldane basket weaving through the ages and things <laughs> like that, that it's like, oh, well, that's very obscure. Yeah. Despite the thick layer of uh, dust, uh, the high quality um, books here seem to have weathered the ages rather well. Mm. Are they like magically protected somehow? No, there's there's no magic. It's just huh. okay. A good catalog. Dry down here. Gwen over in the mm. bathroom. First off, uh, stepping in here, you find again this room is substantially better appointed than the other one. Uh, when we say porcelain throne, it's literally a porcelain throne as opposed to the other mm-hmm. one, which was a stone bench. There's a faucet off towards the side. A full mirror is built into a like a silver backed mirror is built into the wall over the the sink, and off towards the side is a a large tub. Uh, that one could comfortably bathe in. There is a an additional grooming kit in here, so if you need another grooming kit, you have one. Sure. Uh, there's a separate additional grooming kit, although this one is specifically for beard care. <laughs> hand, <laughs> hand that right. to uh, Cornelius, because I don't think uh, Oliver... Ha- well, Oliver has a little beard, doesn't he? Yeah, like- I have a short beard. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Cornelius has the like the beard going on. I've got the beard beard. Gwen's yeah. like, here, have this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I don't see how this is going to be useful immediately. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> In addition to that, with the uh, the beard trimming kit is a small steel mirror. Um, unlike the mm. other one, this one is actually like a, you know, made of steel won't easily break or shatter if you drop it. Mm. Uh, it's about four inches across. Uh, it's about four inches by two and a half. Okay. As you make your way glancing over this room, uh, even without a perception check, uh, you notice that there is a slip of paper sitting on the sink. There's a note here. It says fourth bed from the north headboard backup key. Oh, I didn't Hmm. find a key. Hmm. Might be another one. Hmm. I'll go take a look real quick. So I guess Gwen will go back to the servant's room because that's the only one with multiple beds we've seen and count four from the north and dig around on well, the Well, it's 50-50 on what, which yeah. way is north, so you can eventually figure it out. Uh, so Gwen splits the party. What are the rest of you doing? I don't like the way you said that. I do not mm. like the way that he said that either. <laughs> 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 that, door, that door that we didn't go through bursts open in Assassin's uh-huh. Creed. Uh, I really kind of want, like, uh, <laughs> God, what was Meeple? A mite? What, is that what they might, were? Yeah. Yeah. I kind I of so, really yeah. want like a little tribe of mites to live down here or something just like that. He just It's like, Meeple Emperor now. And then it's <laughs> <on> the <laughs> <fucking crown. laughs> uh, Shout out to Tyrant's Grasp. The War for the Crown and Meeple War. People who have not, not subscribed to our Patreon, uh, that is from uh, Tyrant's Grasp. Yeah, go, like, go, check out, go check out go Tyrant's, Tyrant's Grasp if you want to know the, uh, the epic story of Meeple. Meeple's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. Okay. So I'll search the headboard on the fourth bed from the north. I'm going to say that the side with the door is north, just because that's the way the map is facing. So, yeah. <laughs> very, very well. We'll, we'll go with so that. I yeah. doubt we go have a that. compass. So. <laughs> Make a survival check and see if your innate <laughs> sense of direction tells you. <laughs> I might go just try to keep an eye down the hallway in case something happens, though it's unlikely to. <laughs> In case something tries to kill Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> I mean, again, we've cleared that way, but you never know. Things can move. That That's is true. true. Gwen going back and uh, looking over this bed. Yes. Normally, this would require a perception check. However, uh, as you search the headboard, you find that one of the two posts that have these uh, basically these circular knobs on the top of the posts for the headboards. Uh, one of the two posts on the uh, fourth bed, the top of the post is loose, and you can remove the knob, um, showing that there's a small recess. Uh, fishing around in there, you find a simple unadorned iron key. I will mm. take it. And then there were two keys. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of iron, one of gold. Well, gold plating. Uh-huh. Then there'll be a silver key and a platinum key. <laughs> You glance back and Oliver's just kind of standing, you know, in the, the previous room, just kind of like keeping an Glenn eye on you. And probably quirks an eyebrow it. and starts heading back that direction. So, so I'm not going to yell down the length of his hallway. So. <laughs> that wakes up the skeletons. Hey, Gwen, <laughs> I came to keep an eye on you. I'm doing it very stealthfully. Found <laughs> stealthy. the key. Oh, good job. Oh, that's different than my key. Shall yes. we try the double doors? Oh. Yeah. Continue our circuit. We're basically at like 1.30 right now or something. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this door is on the uh, the left-hand wall, which should take you back in the direction, kind of the same direction as the door uh, that was on the uh, the wall that you did not go through back in the bedroom, What you guess is maybe the servant's quarters. Mm. Opening the door, uh, the wide set of doors uh, opens up into a some 25-foot-long hallway, again, mm. faintly glowing. 
the left-hand wall has a bench, uh, basically like a small sitting area. Um, the bench does not look particularly comfortable, and so you kind of wonder if this is maybe a, an area for like a man-at-arms or a valet or something to wait mm. uh, outside of their master's room. Makes sense. The yeah. right-hand wall, however, uh, is covered in a large mural, taking up almost the entirety of like the 15-foot center of the 25-foot-long wall off towards your right-hand side of uh, an extraordinarily detailed and dramatic depiction of a unicorn half enwrapped by Lenorme stabbing it through the chest with his horn. As the Lenorme seems to thrash, you can tell that the unicorn has gouges along its side and one eye of the uh, the magical horse-like being is wide open, staring uh, piercingly up towards the Lenorme that's attempting to kill it. Very cool. Uh, would you like to do anything? There's a single, uh, or a set of double doors, uh, mahogany, much like these on the opposite wall. <laughs> I mean, Verity is going to go to the doors if nobody stops her. I mean, I I think yeah. we can just yeah. go to the well. I think we need to. Yeah. <laughs> there's that there's that part of Cornelius that I, I suppose has read one too many uh, adventure book. He's going to look behind the uh, the mural. Uh, you may make a perception roll. Um, again, it's not a tapestry; it's a mural on the wall. Oh, it's a mural mm. on the wall. Okay, never mind. Okay. I will make a perception though, in case there's like you know a hidden button or something. You like linger and look. <laughs> button. The unicorn's eyes move to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's watching ah. you. Uh, yeah, you make a big perception if you so wish. Uh, only a nine for a ten. Uh, a ten is good enough since you did stop to actually look at it. Hey, nice. There's only one thing of curious note. The head of the unicorn is approximately shoulder level for you. Uh, curiously, though, intentionally, the unicorn's pupil is missing. Hmm. Oh. As you glance down there, as you bring up uh, whatever you cast your light spell on. A gold piece. Gold piece. <laughs> So you can throw it at someone later. Um, as you bring this up and look at it, you can tell that there is a carved, almost like a bas relief, a, uh, that looks like an inverse of the Vortos symbol. It's almost like inside this mural of a unicorn fighting a Lenorme, there's a tiny mural, or, or there's a tiny bas relief of the unicorn fighting a Lenorme, uh, approximately about a little bit over three quarters of an inch in size. Hmm. Interesting. Press huh. it. Um, I will allow anyone that wishes to make a knowledge nobility. Everyone has that. I can do that. Uh, well, anyone that Cornelius makes aware of this. Right I'll now, I'll make everyone Cornelius. aware of it because okay. Cornelius doesn't want to, you know, lose a finger if this uh. is a trap. Oh, jeez. Oh my god. Good gracious. Six for a thirteen. Dude, <sighs> seriously, none of those above a ten. Uh, I rolled a six for a thirteen. I rolled a two for a nine. You skipped me, but I rolled a three for a 13 as well. I rolled a five for a 12. And I rolled an eight for a mighty 17, apparently. Man. So, again, maybe all of you are still a little stunned by the gross murder that you yeah, saw. that's true. A literal massacre. I mean, we are trying to keep yeah. a stiff upper lip, but I think it has been pretty... That was intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because again, I mean, some of you, I mean, Oliver's seen combat before, mm. but even he hasn't seen wholesale slaughter like no, that. No, not like this. And most of you have never seen combat. Yep. Yep. Oliver, you do have a good idea of what it is. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't think this will do us much good unless we can find one of the former senator's signet rings. Hmm. But there might be one around here somewhere. Interesting. It's a curiosity. Hmm. It would be worth checking out if we do find one. All right. Suppose we open the door. Yeah, unfortunately, without a without a signet ring, not much else to do here. Yeah, opening the wide set of double doors. The doors open into a chamber uh, unlit, 
Except for the light, of course, that you're bringing in with you. Yep. The chamber from one side to the other is about uh, 25, maybe 30 feet, and just as wide uh, as you're coming in in the center of one wall. A wooden counter juts from the far corner of the room and basically creates a uh, a cordoned off section, a large counter uh, with a door built into it where basically uh, you can lift up one edge of the counter and step back behind it. Uh, Much like the counter that you'd see at a bar or a tavern. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Weird. Open cabinets of dusty liquor bottles stand behind the bar, uh, while one cabinet standing off towards the side, tightly sealed and locked with a, uh, a padlock. Three tables with adjacent chairs fill much of the rest of the room, uh, and rather comfortably uh, looking and appointed. Portraits of posing nobles uh, and numerous historical scenes adorn the walls, and which are covered in paintings. All of these are faded with age. A single door exits out of this room off towards the left-hand side. Uh, and again, the same panels that you've seen elsewhere are here as well. Well, poke one of those panels. Touching the panel. Uh, nothing happens with the light in this room. However, the light in the bedroom behind you goes out. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> well, okay. It's definitely all haywire. Right. It still doesn't seem to be an exit from this place. No, but we found keys and now we need a ring for some sort of secret something or other, so... Perhaps we can find that here. Maybe this is supposed to be some sort of hidden chamber. Well, and unless we find, uh, well, the door right there to our left might connect back to the original room we were in. And unless there's an exit off of that, there is no exit out of this area. Seems like a panic room. Actually, it does look like a panic room. It might be that the unicorn's a secret passage and we have to mm-hmm. find the signet ring to get that way open. Perhaps. There's no time for this. But I guess let's do a quick search of this room. Maybe somebody dropped their signet ring in their freaking I have a tavern next to my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Must be very convenient. (laughs) Uh, Verity's going to search the bar. Okay. Make your way behind the counter. If I find some nice wine, we might have to have a glass because this has been a hard day. Okay. Uh, Are you searching the bar or are you searching the uh, cabinets? The cabinets. Okay. Cordelius? I suppose I will search the bar then. Very well. You make your way back, begin searching the bar. Yep. Gwen? I guess I'll just search the tavern in general. Mike said maybe somebody dropped a signet ring underneath one of the tables. Search the tables. All right. Felix? I guess I'll search the walls. Okay. Oliver? I'll try to aid Cornelius at the bar. So Verity, uh, Cornelius, Oliver, you make your way back behind the counter. Verity, you may make me an appraise check. Cornelius, uh, if you wish, you may make me an appraise check as well. Heyo. <laughs> Oliver, search in the bar, you may make an appraise or aid another for Cornelius, whichever you prefer. I'll try to aid Cornelius. I roll a nat one for a two, which Ooh. is a nat one. I roll a 19 for a 27. <laughs> That's good, because I rolled a five to aid you, so I don't. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that was, what, the seventh nat one we've had? Sixth yep. nat one? This is uncanny. This has All been right, brutal. Somebody needs to sacrifice a goat or something. Good Lord. No. We're just, we're just unlucky in this moment. <laughs> Verity, you make your way forward. Begin searching around back behind the counter. All of the liquor here seems to have soured uh, or evaporated away over the years. Uh, A few of the bottles appear to be still sealed in wax, although you don't know if there's any quality to them. Uh, Those that have mostly evaporated away, the water is what's going to evaporate. So uh, you have no idea what the proof on these things is, but it should be. You'd like to drink some rubbing alcohol. If you want to go blind. blind. 
<laughs> Cornelius Oliver, uh, both of you find that there is a, a stove located back here, as well as some coal. So you could feasibly even feed the sto stove, light it, all the rest of that. Uh, the pipe is built into the wall, so you don't know where the smoke pipes its way out of. Uh, mm -hmm. Hopefully it does, because otherwise it would be really bad to light this. Mm. Yep. <laughs> the drawers back here have a number of different uh, pieces of cutlery, uh, various glasses of uh, quality, ranging from champagne flutes and wine glasses to uh, simple pewter mugs, which you're going to guess are for the serving staff. Mm. Uh, there is also another uh, fountain built into the, or another uh, spigot built into the wall back here in the back to allow you access to water, uh, which would probably be necessary if you're cooking. Yep. The only thing that you really note of, uh, of interest is uh, Cornelius as you're opening up one drawer after the next after the next. You find a drawer of cutlery. Not really notable. There's a couple of knives in here that could make really poor improvised daggers if you didn't already find three daggers in the other room. However, more interest is uh, off towards one side in here, you find a single, at first you just think it's a, you know, a part of the drawer until you realize it's actually a separate wooden rod about uh, 16 inches in overall length, uh, simply wrapped with leather around the base of it. Nice. Um, as you pull it out, it looks to be a wand. Of curious note also is a, unlike the quality of all of the other uh, cutlery in here, which is actually rather fine, uh, there's a single spoon in here of very poor quality. Um, it's a wooden spoon. It looks to be relatively poorly made. The only thing that really stands out about it is that the handle of it seems to have been carved to almost look akin to something like a crook, like a shepherd's crook. Hmm. Cornelius is going to cast Detect Magic because this is weird. Uh, both of these objects are magical. You may roll Spellcraft. Hey, hmm. two Spellcrafts. Looks like you might have found something of interest. <sighs> if I could roll. Uh, so I roll a uh, five for a 13 on the wand and a four for a 12 on the weird spoon. Uh, so long story short, no, you you, you kind of glance these over. You're like, um, I'm, I'm real rusty on this. <laughs> They're both magical. These appear to be magical, Oliver, if you'd like to take a look. I don't have detect magic. I only have two zero level spells. I don't have detect magic either. So it's up to... Felix. You, you can bring it up to Felix when she's done. Gwen, uh, go ahead and make me a perception roll as you're searching the room. I, for <laughs> sake. <laughs> I was going to say, we just do this entire AP taking time. Through the rest of this yeah. adventure Gwen path. is like looking under a table and starts to stand up, but for didn't like back up enough and whacks her head real good. So that's why she only gets a perception check of nine. Between that and the blood loss, she just pulls out a chair and sits down for a minute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Maybe she just sits on the floor. Like, that's it. I'm no, done. To sit on the this floor is officially rock bottom for Gwen. <laughs> like, if I sit on the floor for any amount of time, my hips are going to hurt. <laughs> I'm not doing this. She's only 40. We're not like the geriatric adventurers. <laughs> when I sit on the floor. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, that doesn't bother me. Well, but not okay. all of us are as fit as you, Heather. Felix, uh, I do not require a perception roll. Uh, however, you may make me a history check. Give me a little knowledge history. Like, uh. I don't have that. There are a couple of names on a number of these uh, portraits. None of them are names that you recognize. Um, you can note that none of them are the Vortas family name. Okay. Uh, a number of the plaques or a number of the paintings also uh, denote that just almost every portrait in here uh, depicts a battle. Um, as far as are any of the, the landscapes in here depict a battle. Uh, the battle names are listed on here as well. Although, unfortunately, again, without knowledge history... You're not too well-versed in military history. If Felix points it out to Gwen while she's looking very sad on the floor, Gwen will check that out. <laughs> you know. Does Felix wish to? I mean, yeah, because 
It's not really her expertise. <laughs> anyone have the capability of scanning magical items? I do. Would you mind coming over for a moment? <laughs> we'll, we'll trade off. <laughs> Baron's just going to go sit down. <sighs> Gwen rolls a nine for an 11 on history. I don't know anything either. I'm just going to, that's it, taking 10. That's it. With an 11, you cannot determine uh, specifically when these are from, uh, but you can tell that a number of these battles are, you recognize them in association uh, with the armies of exploration. Hmm. You don't know which one. Yeah, there were a Because there have been multiple. Oh, if only we could make family checks, because I my family did a lot of that. Yeah, your family was stuff. real big in that, but unfortunately, without knowledge history, you didn't pay that much attention to that part of the family nope. history. Not right now. Felix, if you want, you can make a spellcraft check to identify these items. All right. Well, first one was 10 for a 15. Okay. Second one was 9 for a 14. It's this table. This table is cursed. <laughs> this, this this AP is going to be wild for the stats of what our average roll values are. probably going to die. <laughs> that was just... Yeah. Uh, I yeah. guess one last thing that I will allow. The adventure ends because we can't make a perception roll high enough to find the goddamn thing that we get out of here. Mm. Starved to death down here. Cornelius can make a uh, knowledge arcana. Uh, knowledge arcana. I'm going to go ahead and take 10 for an 18. <laughs> Well, both of these I can determine have conjuration, but that's about it. Could be any number of things. Not sure the exact function. Yeah, Martella is going to be real sad about helping picking us to help with this I know, war she's, effort. she's definitely going to come out of this being like, <laughs> why did I pick these guys? <laughs> I got a nat 20 last episode. <laughs> you sure it's been did. a long episode. Yeah, it's been a long episode and definitely no nat 20s. Well, we have no choice but to keep going then. Uh, Gwen. Uh, you have a key, right? Yes, I found a key. I have a lock. <laughs> <laughs> we are failing utterly. Gwen, I suppose making your way over, uh, taking the key, putting it in the lock. Uh, yeah, the padlock pops open. Hey! Right. Something well, works! Small things. Gwen opens the cabinet, and a giant spider launches itself at her face, <laughs> and we all die. Gotcha. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Playing the long con. The 10 episode con. It's all been waiting <laughs> yes. for this moment. Opening this cabinet, you're not entirely positive what you're expecting. <laughs> Certainly not this. Inside oh, of the good. cabinet is... That would be interesting. What appears to be a crystal ball <laughs> built into the back wall of the cabinet. Why? Uh, built into the huh. stone itself. Uh, it appears to be missing a circular sliver of it from the top portion of the ball. Uh, do you make Cornelius aware of this? Because I can. Yeah, because try to Gwen's detect just magic. Gwen's just gonna step away. Like I don't even. Very just <laughs> sighs and like walks off and is like, I don't know about this place. It's awful. All right. Cornelius detecting magic. There is magic. I take ten for an eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned my lesson. We've been beaten yes. into submission. <laughs> <laughs> and Rick's gonna be like, that's not high enough, sir. An eighteen will not identify this magical <laughs> yeah. item. <laughs> yep. No! Hey, but Rachel can look. You have one take tenor, and then you have one roller, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brute force our way through we this. You know it's above an 18, so there's that. All right, Felix. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Your only hope, unfortunately. Well, I mean, sorry, I don't mean it no. like that. <laughs> no. That's another... What's happening? That's in the episode early. That's another net one for a six. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, that's wow. one will not succeed. succeed. What the Rick. crap? Rick. We should make a drinking Something game. Is wrong. Jordan, you may make an ultra con if you so this wish. Is so 
This I mean, the main so thing funny. is we need to find a sliver of um, glass, something? Or glass or something. Uh, seems, so I'm yeah. gonna have to roll this because my knowledge arcana would be the same. I have a sneaking suspicion that this hallway is just gonna lead back to the servants' quarters, and there's gonna be nowhere <laughs> else to go, hey, hey, and we're wait, just trapped here for the rest of the AP. Wait, wait, wait. I rolled a 14 for a 22. Knowledge arcana. Well, of course, this is not functioning because it's missing a piece. Weirdly, um, but this does have divination properties. Maybe a honest crystal ball. Quite unusual. All right, fine. I don't think that will help us with stairs, right? So, following the layout of this place, does anyone else have a seeking suspicion that this is going to be a short hallway back to the room with the servants' beds and we're going to be trapped here? I mean, it would fit the pattern of what we've already seen. <laughs> we have to tear this place apart until we find either a signet ring or the other part of this orb or whatever it is. That's all we have left to do. Quinn will go ahead and open this door since she's right next to it. Maybe the one time it's a trap and you're like, oh no! <laughs> Queuing up and uh, opening up the uh, the door on the, the wall Queuing to the left up. when you came in. Uh, you find that this door opens up into a faintly lit hallway uh, leading to another door which I'll go ahead and give it to you, uh, making your way over and opening the door leads back into the initial room uh, in which you arrived. Uh, you appear to be in a square. I'm telling you, this is a big panic area. It's really an escape room. And we tear this place apart. Crystal <laughs> sliver or a signet ring. All right. Or both. Let's start with the master bedroom. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling we might find something there. Quinn walks over to the bed and flips the mattress. Yeah, we, yeah, we start tearing the books down. Like. Yeah. We're cutting mattresses open. We're opening pillowcases. We're, we're officially trapped in here, which means for, for the preservation of all of this stuff goes well, the right out the window. Mm. Mm. Well, there might be something hidden in a book. I mean, I guess we'll start thoroughly searching. Um, yeah, we're going to have to. Is this like a light puzzle? Oh my gosh, it's a light puzzle, I bet. Uh, no, you're much more accurate when uh, you said that this is an escape room. Mm. No Remember how way. the one light panel lit the other room? I bet there's something We've got to go figure it out and probably get all the lights to turn on or something like that. Do we? That's so weird. I don't know. That's what it feels like. Can you imagine so, being the guy who like goes here and it's like, I'm going to have a light puzzle as my exit. Like, what? Well, I mean, if you know the puzzle, then you can get out. Or you can use the signet ring to just shortcut it and get out, probably. Can we trick the signet ring No, button? it's a actual button. I was going to say, the problem is is that we'd have to have a rogue. That might be disabled device, but yeah, we don't have yeah. anybody that can do yeah, that. Yeah, nobody has that. Um, <laughs> I guess... We're not the thieving type around let's, here. Let's play Get All the Lights Lit. Some people can play Light Lighting. I'm. Mm. Uh, some people can play Search That Master Bedroom. Find That Signet Ring. Take 20 on the search. Well, 20 will take forever because you do it 20 times as long. Rolling one three times, four times, 20 times will also take forever. <laughs> <laughs> Let me address the taking 20 here in a second. Okay. Um, because it's a minimum of an hour to search that room. So it would be 20 hours to search that room. Yeah, oh, no, geez. there's no way. Yeah, we don't want to do that. You would find something eventually because you are taking 20, but <laughs> it's a it's a long time to get there. What is, what is your plan right now? Is everyone heading back to the bedroom to toss the room? Well, it sounds like we also want to play the light puzzle game. So quick question for the bedroom. If we have additional people helping, does that cut the amount of time it takes? Um, I'll go ahead and give you a behind the screens. It's 1d3 mm -hmm. plus one hours. So it is divided by the number of people in there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, feasibly, if I rolled and it was only two hours, there's, you know, five of you, that's uh, 24 minutes. 
if all of you are in there tearing apart the room, uh, to then make a check because you have to search the entire room first and then make the check. Gwen is going to try to figure out the lights. I think Cornelius will assist you with that because I also am thinking it might be the lights. Yeah. To at least open a secret passage that maybe gets us out of here. Well, and if there's two of us, Gwen hits a button, then you say, okay, it lit up this one. And you know what I mean? Yeah, we can map it I will it allow a, uh, a wisdom check from the party as well. Wisdom uh -oh. check. I can do those. going to say, I'm not super good at the wisdom. I roll a 15 for a 15. I roll a 14 for a 14. Uh, 17 for a 17. Also 17 for a 17. God! Son of a... <laughs> I believe that was a natural one. God, I'm dead. I'm just uh, dead, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. oh what gosh. the crap? Okay. Verity's just going to go lay on the bed and sleep. <sighs> right. There's one other thing we can try. That mural in the storage room. We couldn't see it before. We could move the boxes out of the way. Perhaps it would give us some form of clue. It's worth a shot. It's worth a try. We don't have many other options, so I suppose. <gasps> okay. I like the first sign of adversity and then, why aren't my servants here to take care of this for me? Sleep. <laughs> Let's move some boxes. Uh, it should take us a little while, but shorter than digging through the entirety of that room, so. Yeah, If it true. makes all of you feel better, because there is a sidebar about this in here, because again, this was well-written, you can fail every single check here and still solve this puzzle. Okay, good. Okay. It doesn't require you to successfully make any rolls. You just have to keep pursuing it. Yeah. It's an escape room. Hmm. Uh, keep in mind that this was written during the height of the popularity of escape rooms, and Paizo staff very much love them. Although you can definitely fail escape rooms. <laughs> you can, yeah. but but if you're stuck in an escape room with no way to get out until you solved it, eventually you probably would. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's whether or not you can solve it in one hour. Yeah. So are all of you going over there to move the boxes or some of you? Uh, I suggest let's start with moving the boxes. And then if we don't get anything else from this clue, we can start doing other stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Felix and Gwen could play with the lights uh, because if three of you go over there, it'd take you 10 minutes to move the three of you 10 minutes to move the boxes while the other two play with the lights. Sure, we'll do that. I think yeah. Cornelius was going to play with the lights with Yeah, with I think it's me and Cornelius. Yeah, it's, it's Gwen and uh, Cornelius. All right. So Cornelius and I are going to try to solve this light puzzle. Okay. All right. So I suppose then, uh, Oliver, Felix, Verity, you make your way into uh, into the storage room. The room I've affectionately named B4. Mm, yes, B4. <laughs> In the before times. Yeah, the mm. uh, the storage room where you'd unpacked all of the boxes earlier to, uh, I suppose, quickly repack the stuffing in all yeah. of the boxes uh, so that you can easily move the crates out of the way, uh, hopefully clearing way to the uh, the fresco that you believe is a... Uh, is on the wall south from where all the boxes currently stand. And potentially is some sort of clue. Perhaps. This, this day's a nightmare, right? This is probably the worst day of everyone's life. Uh, yes. Watching, uh, the Grand Prince murder someone in cold blood in front of an entire Senate. I don't know what's worse. I can't believe he's that far gone. Uh, apparently the rumors of his paranoia ran much deeper than we thought. Than anyone could have expected. Mm. I, I don't think. I mean, just looking around the room, it didn't even seem like the Strategos knew what was happening either. Well, good. That means he's also not a traitor. Does that make you a traitor? According to the Grand Prince, we're all traitors. Well, I doubt we want to take his definition. I don't. I don't I've know. seen many terrible sights in my time. I've seen people stabbed in cold blood. Never like this. Hmm. This is too much. 
It's going to be interesting when we finally get back to the surface. I can only imagine what things are like on the surface right now. I don't even know how much of this Senate's going to be left. Does anybody else feel perhaps both lucky and unlucky to be down here? Uh, I find being down here incredibly frustrating. <laughs> As a player and a character. <laughs> yeah. As a player and a character. Um, but I'm glad that at least some of our allies seem to have found shelter. Glad they're okay. But so many people out there. Mm-hmm. So many. Well, and the indiscriminate massacre. I mean, even the Grand Prince was shot in the crossfire. Well, there's a part of me that thinks that's maybe for the best. I don't know. I don't know what's right anymore at this point. I just know that we need to get up there and do something about it. And to top it all off, we're doing manual labor in fancy party clothes. <laughs> as there's a, as, is there a rip? <laughs> there's just like a rip. <laughs> <laughs> like your dress or something. Yeah, I think. Well, actually, I think all the ladies here are all wearing. Oh pants yeah, no, everybody's in pants. No, mm. Gwen's in a dress. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, in I'm her wearing battle dress. That's why Gwen's not moving boxes. Mm. <laughs> I'm wearing ceremonial armor, so I'm actually dressed fine. It's just that it's the fancy stuff that I'm wearing. Mm. You're scratching that ceremonial plate up. I, I'm in honestly like a long uh, robe sort of thing, so I'm pretty comfy. <laughs> you got to know we're all covered in dust at this point, though, right? It's the yeah. manual so. labor of lifting boxes yeah. and moving them. It is a good thing that there is no, there's like a, just an, a blanket understanding. No adventurer has allergies. <laughs> you know, I think I think, I think think Cornelius technically failed a perception check, I said, because of his allergies. Cornelius <laughs> yes. having allergies. But just Cornelius. by default, no, no adventurer has allergies unless otherwise stated. Yes. Did you, uh, Cornelius was saying that um, Calbio is actually from Blackwood Swamp, so next, literally next door. Uh, yeah. I mean, next door to me, for sure. A poor I, man. I tried to get to him. I, the magic pulled me away before I could get close enough to try to heal him, but there's part of me that worries that if I did heal him, well, if the, I guess the Grand Prince was shot at that point, so maybe he would have been okay, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Unless someone got to him, he was stabbed far too many times. It's impossible to know at this point. We should check on his family. Yes. I don't know if there's much else we can do for them, but if there is something, we should. We'll figure something out, that's for sure. Elsewhere down here. The three of you have this conversation uh, while the lights keep flickering on and off all around you. Just go moving boxes yeah, exactly. having a conversation. As Gwen uh, as Cordelia, you should go around and start like, pushing light switches in every single room like a kid in an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, though, I imagine you return back to uh, to the room that you initially arrived in, the the six beds lined across the walls, the, uh, the lockers across the side. Uh, while you, I believe, are pretty bereft of uh, pen and paper, uh, fortunately, the... The dust is so thick in here that kneeling down, you can draw a little map in the in the dust across the floor of this room. <laughs> that is so gross. Love it. Actually, honestly, if you want to be more comfortable, you could sit down and draw a little map on the dust on top of any of the tables over in the bar. Mm-mm. There you go. That's, that's oh, still built disgusting. Built-in dust map. <laughs> built-in dust yeah. map. You only get to draw uh, one map, so be very precise. But yeah, the the two of you settle down. Gwen, I imagine uh, doing your best to uh, to draw still like trying to stretch out even though uh, Felix did what she has for your uh, your arm. I think you're still down some hit points. Like two. It's, you know... I mean, it hurts. It's just it's, not... So it's, yeah. It's, yeah, We're it first hurts. level. That's a lot. <laughs> you're like, like two, and I'm just like, that is like 20% of your hit points. <laughs> and you haven't been injured like this in a while, probably. <laughs> yeah, not since that incident with the horse. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Horses are deadly. We know this because Kari yes. is. Yeah, yes, they are. They really Ask are. Ask a goblin. Um, but the <laughs> two of you are supposed to settle down and, uh, and draw out a map. So here's what I'm going to do for all of you. Now that you understand that this is a puzzle. First off, I'm going to reveal the room numbers. Oh, so we went the opposite direction that we, we went the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. I assumed you were going to go, yeah. <laughs> Makes no major difference. Oh, he's revealing the light switches too. Gwen and Cornelius can eventually determine the first room that you're in turns on the lights for the bar and the bedroom. Mm -hmm. um, the second room that you're in, the storage room, turns on the lights for the servant's room and the bar. Mm -hmm. The third room, the master bedroom, turns on the lights for the bar and the storage room. And then the bar room turns on the lights for the master bedroom. Mm. Uh, keep in mind that this is a uh, flip. So if one of the lights turns on, or if one of the switches turns on the lights in another room, um, it turns them on or off. So if you, for instance, if you use the one in the, the master bedroom, it will turn on or off whichever one is the opposite, the light in the, the tavern area and the storage room. We have to figure out the way to- The right order, yeah. Order. Currently the yeah. only room with light on is the servant's room. Assuming that you guys go in there and just press the switch twice to determine in each one of these rooms what it does so yeah, that you're not basically. changing things. All right, so the B2 area has to be the last area we hit because it only turns on one room and the, all yeah. the others flip. Multiple. So we need to get the other three on and yeah. then the master bedroom can be turned on and off just by the, mm -hmm. the one that's in the bar. Mm -hmm. Wait, if B1 was already on, could we have hit the one in the master bedroom and then the one in the bar and then everything's on? Well, yeah, maybe. Jessica's yes. right. I don't yeah. know what Jessica no, she's said. got it. Yeah, she got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you go over to the master bedroom and hit that, it'll turn mm -hmm. on the uh, tavern and the storage room. Mm -hmm. And then if you go back into the uh, bar, it'll turn on the bedroom. All right. So based on what we've seen so far, it appears that the light and the, the light switch plate. I'm not quite sure what the term should be. Appears to turn off and on the lights in the bar area as well as the bedroom. Normally, I think I'd be a little bit quicker to figure this out, but it's been a long day. Well, I... The only thing I can think to do is to focus on another task and not think too heavily on exactly what just happened. Um, it's quite quite un unpleasant to remember. Well, with any luck, that crossbow bolt killed Stavian, and we don't have to worry about him anymore. Treason. <laughs> as much as it Stavian's ghost apparently <laughs> yeah exactly it's like it hey, is the hour. <laughs> oh, that's gonna no. be your NPC tagalog it's just Stavian's ghost screaming <laughs> out the rest no. of the oh, no, it's, it's the joker in uh, he's Batman Arkham Knight <laughs> yeah. it's fall it follows he's just like always 20 feet behind us. <laughs> oh, God. that's why we keep riding our horses everywhere <laughs> gotta outrun mm. it well uh, it's a difficult thing to discuss because, I mean, he was the Grand Prince, and we knew him in better times, but clearly those times have passed. I just don't understand why. What did he hope to accomplish? I mean, Taldor has stood as a republic and monarchy for, well, thousands of years. Did he want to become a true monarchy? I just think he didn't want Eutropia to take the throne. That is reasonable, I suppose, in in his eyes, in the eyes of those more, well, traditionally focused. But 
He attacked the Senate and all the senators. Yes, because they voted to allow Eutropia on the throne. Did you not hear him screaming about all of us being traitors? Oh, I know. <laughs> I just... It seems like such an overreaction. You're very good at understatement, Cornelius. <sighs> well... <laughs> yeah. A lifetime of... Dealing with bureaucracy means needing to couch one's words and hold thy tongue. Ooh, well put. <laughs> so I've learned to communicate in such a way as to not show my hand, and sometimes that means being more understated than outright blatant. I usually have the opposite problem, to be perfectly honest. Well, I just scream it at people when they walk <laughs> I just go into a screaming rage every time somebody offends I've me. I've developed a bit of a temper over the past 25 years. Gwyn shrugs, jotting down in the dust what light switch does what. <laughs> well, I, I imagine that's understandable given... He, like, reaches up and kind of scratches at his neck. Oh, that's an entirely too long story for us to get into right now, yes, but it's a contributing factor. Well, it doesn't seem as though your life has been especially easy. A lot of the casters. Hmm, perhaps. In reference to the uh, the scar on Gwen's neck, I suppose. Just yeah. a bunch of understatement yeah. happening. You're being subtle, but I didn't want you to be so subtle that the uh, the audience missed it. You're being very oh, polite. Be, very, uh... <laughs> Again, maybe I'm being too polite I don't want for to be this explicit. podcast. <laughs> it's Cornelius trying too to be polite. polite. It's like, I want to know how you got it, but I don't want to ask because that's really rude. I'm just going to mention it as a, you've, got, you've clearly gone through some stuff. Do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> maybe I'll ask when it's not uh, still only maybe eight hours since we just met again for the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like it's it's a little rude to be like, hey, haven't seen you in twenty years. What's with the scar? Hey, we just went through a crazy massacre together. That's we fair. can bear all of our secrets. It's classic Jordan. Classic. Tell me your backstory right now. <laughs> Excuse me, I need to get my backstory. Hey, hey, out. we're in episode ten. I've got this is my new record for for backstoriness. That is true. That is true. true. Only because you were preoccupied. <laughs> oh well, then I shudder to think what your worst day would be. I'll admit that I've. Comparatively, must have had a quite privileged life to not have had such sorrow brought upon me. Mistakes were made when I was younger, and some of it's not entirely my fault. She shrugs again. But I got Cinefrith out of the deal, so I suppose I can't really say it's all bad. Cinefrith is your son, correct? Yes. Ah, okay. Well, I suppose that... One of those, uh, what, what do they say? Every cloud has a silver lining? I believe so. And so, hopefully this cloud will also have a silver lining once we figure out how to get out of here. Well, the silver lining may just be that we didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah. Quinn reaches over and pats Cornelius's hand. Still uh, reaching for the, the high bar there, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, I'm trying to remain task-focused and maybe not focused on the negative, because admittedly, it's very negative. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of negative to go around right now. Everything's negative. We're all in negative If we're land. doing a pros and cons column here, it's very con-heavy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn just smiles at Cornelius, like, oh, you still understate everything, you sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? 
But I, uh, I suppose then, um, I guess getting back to the puzzle, the the light switches and uh, and y'all you know, moving the boxes and everything. Uh, Almost throw my back out moving this stupid box. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Repacking, folding the, the tabs in, you know, like you do. And I was just like, doing Cornelius a disco clearly thing. got the better of the two, <laughs> two jobs. <laughs> okay, so does anything happen when all the lights come on? Not currently. Uh, now we can see every room clearly without the light spells, so. Yeah. I moved all these boxes yeah. to see this mural. Plus, it might be we turn them all off at some point. Who knows? Uh -huh. Maybe you disrupted everything by turning it on in the first place. Who knows? You'll find out. So Gwen and Cornelius, I suppose for all of you moving the boxes, you're just in there with a... Uh, with lights turning on and off. It's a disco. With the lights it's turning on and off. It's ridiculous. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work. <laughs> this is hardly a safe moving environment. OSHA would be so mad. Moving everything away from this wall takes the three of you 10 minutes. Uh, in the process, reveals surprising that they would cover it up. A beautiful fresco. Despite the... Again, there's a reoccurring military theme to this place. Despite the military theme of the fresco, uh, this beautiful mural depicts a tall, broad-shouldered man in Taldane full plate, flowing blonde hair. Oddly, his eyes closed mm. uh, and his head tilted as if listening. Um, somewhere deep underground, uh, surrounded by in the depictions at the very least on this portrait, foul, evil-looking dwarves um, that move forward with hammers and, and axes out of the shadows of the cave. A brass plate along the bottom identifies the fresco as, quote, Noble Galatane Maramaxis, hero of the Fourth Army of Exploration, even in deepest darkness, ever a champion in the eye of Taldor. Does need to be Turn dark. off the lights. Yes. We turn off the lights. Um, okay, hang on. So now we got to turn do the them reverse all off. of what we just did. This reminds me yeah. of uh, that episode of Avatar where they have to be in darkness in order to see the secret way to where they need to go. Secret tunnel. <laughs> um, I will allow anyone that wishes to make me a linguistic check. Uh, sorry, out of uh, Felix, Oliver, and Verity. I have that. I uh, can roll it. I don't have Would linguistics. I take 10? Let me see. You have a six in it. I have a four. So if you want to take 10, I can roll. I don't have linguistics. <laughs> I have a five. Ha <laughs> ha! Not 20 oh, for a 25. Hey. Oh, oh my god. These rolls are real swingy. Yeah, I'm seriously. very scared of them. But finally, a nat 20 in this episode. On word. There's no one. one thing that bothers Verity about this plaque. Not the, not the mural entirely. It's a beautifully done mural. Unless you're offended by horrific portrayals of dwarves, which this seems to be. Hmm. I thought they might have been Dwergar or something, but yeah. No, no, it's it's full dwarves. Um, hmm. Well, Taldor has attacked the Five Kings Mountains on a couple of occasions. Mm. I believe one of your families was actually responsible for coordinating one of those attacks um, just because they wanted to conquer the Five Kings Mountains and have dwarven forge well, you weapons. Know, uh, so, uh, Army of Exploration, you know, we'll explore the deepest depths. Why not? It might have been my family. They did some shady stuff. It's the phrasing of that last sentence. Even in deepest darkness, ever a champion in the eye of Taldor. It's singular. Someone wouldn't have gone through all the trouble to make a brass plaque and not spell check it. Eye of Taldor. Well, could that be talking about there's the unicorn the, there's eye? There's the uh, impression in the eye mm. of the unicorn. This guy's eye is weird. Well, his eyes are closed. He's not Taldaris, though. I poke it. Let's turn off all the lights. Yeah. <laughs> How do you go turning off uh, all the lights? Hit B2 and B3. So the tavern... 
uh, which will turn off the master bedroom, and then the master bedroom that turns off the tavern and the storage room, mm-hmm. uh, leaving the light on in the initial bedroom. So hit the B4 light so that turns the off B1, room. B2. That will turn off the uh, servant's room and then turn on the tavern. Okay, and then, then hit B1, right? Because that'll turn off the tavern and then turn the on. The servant's room will turn off the tavern and turn on the master bedroom. And then we can turn mm-hmm. off can hit the, the master bedroom. Yeah. Very well. You've turned them all off again. We have finally found a type of puzzle that Rachel is not good at. <laughs> Light puzzles. <laughs> Let's go look at the unicorn eye. Everyone, eye matters. Eye, one eye. Very well. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, but we have to turn off our light spells. Yeah, we go over there and we turn off our light spells and then mm. see if it like changes in some way. Making your way over there, I suppose, uh, each of you turning off your individual light spells. He's also yep. listening for something. Um, No, but I will let you all go ahead and make me a perception roll. You can hear it. I bet we can hear something. You all meet back up in the uh, in front of the unicorn and Lenorm mural on the wall. <laughs> I roll an 11 for an 11. I roll an 8 for a 12. I roll a 2 for a 3. I roll a 6 for an 11. And I roll mine, that one. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's your first one this episode? I think yeah. we're in double digits now for Nat 1, Thank number of Nat 1s. Thank God this isn't Hell Rebels because we would all be dead with the crit fails. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh yeah, if this was second edition, we'd be we in real trouble. We also would have hero points though, which might help. You would all have come to all the wrong conclusions because you draw the wrong conclusions <laughs> yeah, from everything if you critically well, fail. Well, we're not they were like death saves or, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's in absolutely anything. Uh, no, you're just standing in the dark. Dang Can we it. try again? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We found those candles in a lighter. Yes. Yes. Could that have some that significance? That is different than magical light. But it's still dark. I mean, he says talking about deeper darkness. Hey, could that crystal ball be called an eye? Maybe. I mean, uh, possibly. Maybe. I'm going to go look at the crystal ball. Gwen's going to feel along the mural and see if she can find the unicorn's eye and just go ahead and press on it, press on that relief when she stumbles upon it. Yeah, nothing happens. I'm going to go look at the crystal ball. Uh, it appears to be a crystal ball. And nothing changed with the mural, right? The other mural? Did his mm. eyes open? Light a candle, walk over there, see if it, see if his eyes are open or something. Mm. So you're lighting a candle? Yes. I think we should, because it seems suspicious that they gave us an easy sparker. Not a not a flint and steel, but an actual mm. sparker. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gwen, you make your way over around the corner, kind of holding the candle, like, you know, so that, you know, it's that thing where you cup your hand around the front of the candle while you're walking so that you don't put it out. Mm. Yeah. You don't know if the candle in any way helps you. However, as you round the corner in the distance ahead, now with the storage room being in utter darkness, you can see a faint phosphorescence coming from the mural ah. on the wall. Ha ha ha. And we'll see Ooh. if you can figure that out next time. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. I told you it was like Avatar. Good job. <laughs> I don't uh, know what we need to do, but we need to do something. I, I want to point out that there is a um, a sidebar in this. I usually don't worry about this too much with this group, uh, but there's a sidebar in here that just says, but I hate puzzles, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, there's tons of groups that would hate this. I just want to know the in-world reasoning behind this place. There is. Why we'll does it have it. silly puzzles? Who did this? <laughs> I mean, That's your idea I of this know. being a panic room is good, but I think it's panicking the wrong way and keeping yeah, us in, not out. Yeah, now you're trapping it forever. <laughs> not keeping anyone out. Well, <laughs> if it's a panic 
yeah. how does this help you keep other people out of it? Well, like two hours, Martella's going to be like, where are you guys? Stuck in an escape room. Just and we suck. <laughs> Send Panama. I've got we a great idea for a new business opportunity, however. <laughs> yeah, little do you know that Martella's the uh, the overseer for the escape room that you could ask your questions. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, God, what do I do? <laughs> so uh, a little bit frustrating, but you know what isn't frustrating? Our Patreon. <laughs> It's true. It's great. <laughs> Our patrons nice are amazing. Segway. It's, it's very simple to go on there. You can uh, you can donate whatever you would like. Um, if you have not checked it out yet and you are interested, we do have a one dollar tier uh, that will give you access to the Patreon RSS feed with the first twelve episodes of Tyrant's Grasp. Mm-hmm. So for one, I don't know, one one hundredth the cost of going to a real life escape room, you could instead <laughs> listen to twelve episodes of our heroes trying to uh, uh, escape the clutches of the tyrant, the tyrant's grasp. If there you might will. Even be some um, so yeah, there might even be some puzzles in there. They roll better than these heroes, so you don't have to worry <laughs> they about better that. Better dice luck than these heroes for sure. <laughs> and spoiler alert: you could actually find out about the secrets of Meeple in those first yes. twelve episodes. Yeah. Yeah. If you sure. want to know who Meeple is, yeah. you can find out. He's in the first twelve episodes. So yeah, go and uh, go check that out. And uh, thank you all for for coming along. And uh, I may or may not be considering um, adding a Patreon uh, reward tier or uh, Patreon goal uh, that will be giving hero points or something to these people for this Sweet campaign. Jesus. Yes. I'll, give you, I'll give my personal money to our Patreon for that. Oh my I know, God. right? Like, we'll self-fund it ourselves. No, it'll just be rolling it again and getting another one. That's what's going to happen. Over <laughs> over. But wouldn't that be even better content? It'll just be more funny I mean, if we roll it If we can reach one. the $5,000 tier before June, I'll consider this. <laughs> Throwing that out there, just, just throw oh, it out there. Come on, guys. Right, he said, he said it in us. a podcast, so it's definitely a promise. It's sure, happening now. unless I decide to edit this out, out later. We <laughs> have the recording, y'all. We can find this recording. If I destroy all evidence. <laughs> so I suppose uh, other than that, thank you for listening and uh, check back with us next time. And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. We Bye, made it. <laughs> Don't roll that one. They're, they're stealing all our luck. That's what it is. Stop taking the luck. For every one hour you listen to the Find the Path podcast, you'll get an actual play. No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there's no way to that's good for that. But I will promise it. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.